Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is on PPP forgiveness and tax treatment, along with information on the EIDL advance. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes, providing bookkeeping, taxes, tax planning, and payroll services. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today's topic is on PPP forgiveness and tax treatment, along with information on the EIDL advanced tax treatment. So we wanted to give you a little update regarding this PPP area and the forgiveness piece. Uh, We haven't done one on the coronavirus specifically in these items in quite some time. So I want to just kind of give you an update as we are getting close to end of year. And just so you know, with another coronavirus relief bill possible to happen at some point, could be within the next week, could be months, could maybe not happen. But with one possible to happen at some point, know that there may be changes to the way things currently stand. With that being said, what we outline here is the way things are today, but we'll be sure to update you and let you know if there's any kind of changes or adjustments. So the first thing I want to talk about is the Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP Forgiveness. The SBA is now accepting forgiveness applications for the PPP loan. This is a process that must be done through the bank you received your loan from. So be sure to reach out to them your banker, whoever processed that loan for you, and ensure that they're accepting the forgiveness applications currently and exactly what they need from you. They will more than likely give you the form that you need to fill out along with a list of kind of requested documents that they need you to complete during the process. Again, this process must be done through your bank, so reach out to your bank regarding if you can start the process now and what information specifically they want from you. Now, there's three forgiveness application types. Form 3508, which requires the most calculations, Form 3508-EZ, which requires less calculations, and Form 3508-S, which requires close to zero calculations. So I'm going to dive into these to help you determine which form you need to use. The first form I want to talk about is Form 3508-S. And this is for PPP forgiveness. Again, this is a simplified form for those of you that took a PPP loan out of less than $50,000. In this form, you technically do not have to show your math. You simply do the computation of the forgivable amount on your own, and then you report it on the application. So if you are using this form, you are not subject to salary or the full-time equivalent reduction requirements. So if you reduce salaries or full-time equivalents with this form, you're not subject to those requirements. I'm going to include a link in the show notes with a, a link to our blog post that has a link to the instructions for this form as well as a copy of the actual form. So again, Form 3508S, this is the easiest one, and it's for those of you with loans of less than $50,000. Form 3508EZ is available to those that are self-employed with no employees or those who did not reduce employee salaries by more than 25% and did not reduce employee hours or those who had reduced business activity due to COVID health guidelines and did not reduce salaries by more than 25%. Again, this is Form 3508-EZ. 
This would be if you have a loan over $50,000 and you're then self-employed with no employees or you did not reduce employee salaries by more than 25% or reduce hours or you reduced hours due to health guidelines but did not reduce salaries by more than 25%. Again, I'll have a link to both the form and the instructions on our blog. The final form is Form 3508. This is the longest one, and basically this is for anybody that does not qualify to use Form 3508S or 3508EZ. So this is going to be the most complicated one, requiring various calculations around eligible costs, salary, or hour reductions. Again, I will include a link to this on that blog post. So you have to first figure out which form you need to file. The 3508, which is the hardest, the 3508EZ, which is easier, and 3508S, which is easiest and for those with loans under $50,000. Once the bank receives the application that you submit, they have 60 days to review it. And then once the SBA gets it, they have another 90 days to review it prior to actually granting the forgiveness. So the next piece I want to talk about is the Paycheck Protection Program Tax Treatment. This is where there's been a lot of confusion, a lot of questions. So PPP forgiveness is not taxable, but expenses related to it are also not deductible. So again, I'll kind of walk through that a little bit. The PPP forgiveness does not trigger a cancellation of debt, meaning that the actual forgiveness of the loan is not taxable. However, here's where things get a little bit sticky. The expenses for the items that are being forgiven that payroll, rent, utilities, whatever the breakdown is, are not deductible per per the IRS. So the actual forgiveness of the loan is not a taxable event, but the the, the expenses that you use that loan money for per the IRS as of today are also not deductible. So let's use an example. You get a PPP loan for $40,000, used all of the funds for payroll, and then got the full loan forgiven. You do not need to report income of $40,000 for the forgiven amount. However, the $40,000 that you spent on payroll or other eligible costs for that forgiven amount are not deductible. So this may come as a surprise to some and maybe a little frustrating. So they say PPP forgiveness is not taxable, but technically it is because the expenses are also not deductible. So this is one item that has been addressed in various relief bills that have come to the table, but nothing in this area has been passed yet. There's been a lot of push back for, to the IRS uh, regarding this area and um, you know, hoping that they will, re- they will release this where expense, uh, expenses are allowed for the forgiven amount. But as of right now, they are, expenses are not allowed for anything that you got the PPP loan for that was ended up being forgiven. So just keep that in mind. Again, There is a lot of push to change this. There's a lot of confusion on this. Uh, Congress is saying this was not the intention, but this is the way it stands uh, with the IRS right now, unless something changes down the road. Now, the Economic Economic Injury Disaster Loan, or the EIDL loan, as part of that, there was this advance, and this advance was up to $10,000 in value. So we want to talk about the tax treatment of that. Um, since this advance is considered a grant, it is not part of the loan that needs to be repaid. So the $10,000 or up to $10,000 advance that you received is a grant and does not need to be repaid. Many businesses out there, and you might be one of them, just received the grant. So you applied for the advanced, got the advanced, but then just declined the loan. You just received that advance or grant up front. There is still no formal guidance from the IRS on whether this specifically will be taxable 
However, we are assuming it will need to be included in your taxable income. Previously, they have made it clear in previous areas around the SBA that SBA loan amounts that have been forgiven need to be included as other income. So we have a feeling that that's the way it's going to go. Now, for the time being, we assume that the grant will be taxable, but should something change and it's not, great. That's all, all good news. But right now, that, that up to $10,000, we're going to factor that in as potentially being taxable at this point. So hopefully this is helpful and give you, gives you a good idea of where things stand as it comes to both the PPP loan and the EIDL advance. We don't expect much, much changes around this, except for maybe the tax treatment of both the PPP and the EIDL, which could come in a future bill or some other form from the government. So we're going to keep you updated as that goes, but this is should be pretty much kind of where we stand in this area. Again, want to go through the PPP part uh, again. So there's three types of application processes. Form 3508S is the easiest, and it's for those specifically with loans under $50,000. Form 3508EZ is the second easiest, um, and it's for those that did not have a decrease in, in wages, essentially, employee hours, things like that, employee count. Um, and then Form 3508 would be for any other businesses does, that does not qualify for the other ones. Again, the forgiveness process for the PPP is through your bank. So you're going to have to submit these forms to the bank that gave you the loan. So reach out to them. Make sure that they're accepting those right now and ask them what they need, and they'll be able to walk you along that process. If you have additional questions, you can, of course, reach out to your accountant, and they may, may be able to guide you in a direction as well. Um, again, the tax treatment of the PPP, the actual forgiveness is not taxable, but any expenses you used for a forgiven amount are also not deductible. There's pushback for this, and this could change down the road. Um, again, hope this was helpful. We will continue to keep you updated as we hear more around this, as there is changes. But just wanted to do kind of an overview of the, the PPP and EIDL, as I know it's been some time since we've really discussed this information. Uh, should you have any additional questions, reach out to us in the Facebook group. And as we get to the year end, we're going to continue to talk about things uh, on, on every episode that are important to you leading up to 1231 or the end of the year. Because we all know that once that clock strikes 1231 at midnight, uh, much of our tax planning opportunities are out the door. So this is the time to really dive into ta tax planning, get those expenses on the books, take advantage of what's available to you. And we're going to continue to talk about that in the uh, rest of the episodes leading up to the new year. Thank you again for listening to another episode. I will see you guys next week. Now, one last thing before I go, don't forget to check out our podcast website at www jetrotax.com. Simply click resources and then podcast where you can go there and check out our past episodes. Also, don't forget to join our free bookkeeping training program and free Facebook group. I've provided links to both of these in the show notes below. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.